0: Welcome to the Plus 6 Podcast. My name is Pete and I go by the name of AFL Ratings Pete on Twitter. This is a solo podcast for a review of Round 16. This podcast record date is Monday night, July 5. Round 16 takeaways. Decline in disposals from the early part of the season. Rounds 1 to 8, the average per team was 371.1, and the average between rounds 9 and 16. The average dropped to 361.4. Scoring has also dried up. 72.1 points from the last three per team. Season average is 80.7. Okay, on to the nine games from round 16. Gold Coast versus Geelong. Five takeaways. Gold Coast plus 16 contested possession differential in round 16. Previous three games, the Suns were minus 17.0. Richmond conceded 97.5 uncontested marks from their last four games. Took Miller, high inside midfield usage. Uh, He was awesome again in round 16 against the Tigers. 145 points for Miller. Braden Fiorini uh, did see a lot of wing time and also inside midfield usage for the Suns. Uh, 101 points for Fiorini. Jaden Short, slow night for short. Uh, Richmond only recorded 44 uncontested marks. And yeah, pretty uh, slow night there for short, just 65 points there. The Suns, top 7 AFL fantasy scorers in that game. So yeah, the Tigers were outworked certainly. On to some game notes there. Bashar Houli, out for an extended period with ankle surgery. Callum Coleman Jones was subbed out of the game with a calf injury. Uh, Shane Edwards was assessed for leg injury in that game as well and Nick Floston was also assessed for a knee injury in that game. Josh Corbett was subbed out for the Suns and he's in concussion protocol for this week On to Geelong versus Essendon 5 takeaways Geelong, minus 17 inside 50 differential in ran fi- 16 minus 5.4 average differential from their last 5 games Essendon conceded 2.18 points per inside 50 in round 16, anything conceded above 2 is quite poor. Patrick Dangerfield did see an increase in midfield usage in round 16 against the Bombers, Uh, he was excellent actually, 149 points for Dangerfield, so yeah, high usage and high scoring rate for Danger against the Bombers. And Darcy Parrish, 28 contested possessions for Parrish. He was outstanding in that game again. uh, Since he's moved into the inside midfield usage role, he's been awesome, posting high ceiling type numbers. One forty-three points for Parrish in round 16. And Zach Merritt, no tag. O'Connor was not in that team for the Cats, so Merritt was allowed to pretty much do as he liked. And the Bombers were actually on, on pretty early in that game, and Merritt was a big influence in that. And he finished with 143 points. Just onto some game notes there. Jeremy Cameron, hamstring injury. Uh, He's going to be out for an extended period. Uh, Reece Stanley, uh, he missed most of that third quarter, didn't come back on. He was assessed uh, during halftime, and yeah, he came back on late in the third quarter. So just to keep an eye out for his availability for this week. And Patrick Dangerfield was assessed for an ankle concern in that game, but yeah, he came back on and still looked uh, pretty explosive there through that midfield. Onto Melbourne versus GWS Giants, five takeaways. Melbourne, 99.5 average uncontested marks the last two games. Season averages 81.1. GWS minus 36.5 disposal differential from the last two games. The season average for the Giants is 5.7, and that is a plus. Christian Petrarca, he's averaged 116.5 points from his last four games. He added 136 points against the Giants on Saturday. And Josh Kelly has been solid since moving into more of a wing and inside midfield usage role. Uh, he's averaged 113.8 points from his last nine games. He added 114 points against the Demons on Saturday. And Giants did save up Shane Mumford for that matchup against Max Gorn. And yeah, um, with Mumford in that team, uh, he has been involved in six and a half wins and one and a half losses for the season and Gorn finished with 96 points in that game, so it wasn't a ceiling game to be for Gorn. Onto some game notes there. Jack Buckley, luckily ACL for Buckley, unfortunately, in that game early. And Stephen Canelio is closing in on a return for the Giants. On to Adelaide versus Brisbane. Five takeaways. Adelaide conceded 26 scoring shots in round 16. Season average against is 24.9, and that is rank 16. Brisbane... average disposals per inside 50 from their last three games. Anything below six is quite efficient. Season average disposals per inside 50 for the Lions is 6.2 and has ranked number one. Dane Zorko, very slow start for Zorko in this game. Uh, He finished up quite late and got there in the end with 97 points. Uh, Zach Bailey was outstanding in that game, obviously running through the midfield in his wing role. And yeah, he hit the scoreboard there as well. So 94 points for Bailey in a very good game. And Jared Lyons' numbers without Lockie Neal this year is 117.0. And with Lockie Neal, it's 113.7. And Lyons was outstanding again for Brisbane, adding 133 points. Uh, just onto Lockie Neal there. He was a late withdrawal with a calf injury. And he is likely for around 17. According to Brisbane coach Chris Fagan in his post-game presser, Harris Andrews was assessed for a knee injury in that game, but he finished that game against the Crows. And Taylor Walker looked like a pretty nasty incident for Walker with a neck and shoulder concern, so just keep an eye out for his availability heading into round 17. On to Fremantle versus Carlton, five takeaways. Fremantle plus 12. Inside 50 differential in round 16 and didn't win. Had completely wasted opportunities for the Dockers against the Blues on Saturday night at the MCG. Carlton, 335 disposals in round 16. Season average for the Blues is 352.1 and that is ranked 16. Sam Walsh, shadowed by Caleb Sorong for a large part of that game. He played a heap on the wing as well and that allowed for Matthew Kennedy and Paddy Dow to go into the inside midfield usage and walsh was outstanding again for 128 points sean darcy favorable matchup for darcy against the connie and 116 points for darcy and he got to work late in that game and got there with a bit of a ceiling game at 116 points and nick newman without zach williams and without sam Doherty who's going to miss several weeks 115 points for newman across the halfback role he was going to, always going to be an outlet player for the Blues on Saturday night. So yeah, just keep an eye out for his fantasy prospects for the remainder of the season. So just onto some game notes there as well. Patrick Cripps uh, did injure his foot in that game, but did complete the game. So keep an eye out for his availability heading into round 17. Onto Hawthorne versus Port Adelaide. Hawthorne, minus 23 contested possession differential in round 16. The Hawks act actually been quite good since coming off the buy, but still minus 9.9 season average differential for the Hawks. And that is rank 17. Port Adelaide, plus 15 inside 50 differential in round 16. Season average for the power is at plus 3.6. Ollie Wines, 23 contested possessions for Wines. Outstanding season for him. And he's averaged 19.8 points from his last 10 games. He added 151 points in round 16. Tom Phillips, 56 average only from his last three games. He's had zero 100-point games this season. Uh, He's still getting into positions, but yeah, not being utilised there out in the wing. He's played a little bit forward there as well over the last couple of weeks, so just 58 points for Phillips in round 16. Miles Bergman played a little bit forward there in round 16 as well. He's becoming a bit of a utility-type player for Ken Hinckley this season. Obviously, he can play cross-half back and onto the wing, and he can play forward as well. And 13 disposals and two, to two goals for Bergman for 58 points in round 16. Just onto some game notes here: Kane Farrell, unfortunately, luckily ACL for Farrell in that game. And Zach Butters may return for the power in round 17. Sydney versus West Coast, five takeaways. Sydney, season high 436 disposals in round 16. Season average of 371.5 for the Swans. West Coast, rounds 13 to 16, minus 43.7 disposal differential. That is ranked last in the AFL. Elliott Yeo did see an increase in game time percentage in round 16. So it was at 79% against the Swans and finished with 118 points there. Uh, Callum Mills was outstanding in the first half for the Swans, a little bit of a slow second half, but he got there in the end at 116 points. And Joel Marty is uh, turning into a bit of a key forward for the Swans, so only early in his career, but all signs are pointing towards good, and he's settling in as a number two behind Lance Franklin. But the Swans have McDonald there as well to come in long term and two goals for Amati in round 16 for 70 points. Just onto some game notes there. Jermaine Jones, ankle injury. He was icing up late in that game, and Jack Redden was subbed there with a knee concern also early in that game. Andrew Gaff was a late withdrawal uh, day before the game. Uh, pretty much a thumb injury according to Eagles coach Adam Simpson and yeah, he'll be questionable for this week, and it's just a pain tolerance issued for Gaff to complete the season. On to Collingwood versus St Kilda. Five takeaways. Collingwood, minus 5.8 inside 50 differential from the last four games. Season average differential for the Maypies, minus 4.8, and that is rank 16. St Kilda, 410 disposals in rank 16 against the Maypies. Season average for the Saints is 367.2. Jack Steele, 120 points or more in 40% of games this year. He's averaged 131.8 points from his last five games. He added 157 points against the Magpies on Sunday. Jordan DeGoey has seen an increase in midfield usage under new coach Robert Harvey for the Magpies, and he scored 124 points. Uh, Yeah, he's been used quite uh, quite a bit through that midfield, so you want to keep an eye in the short to medium to long term to finish it for the season. And Luke Dunstan, since he's come back into the team, straight into the midfield there as well. He's averaged 110.6 from his last five games. He had 117 points for the Saints on Sunday. And just some game notes there. Josh Dacos was subbed out of this game late with a finger concern. On to the Western Bulldogs versus North Melbourne. Five takeaways. Western Bulldogs, plus four scoring shot differential around 16. The Bulldogs are plus 8.9 on the season. That is ranked number one. North Melbourne, season high, 122 uncontested marks. Season average for the Kangaroos is 88.5. Aaron Hall, the Kangaroos did show a willingness to hold the ball inside their own D50, but exiting the ball, uh, they were turning it over quite often, the Kangaroos, and that actually created more opportunity for the Kangaroos defenders. So Hall, uh started slowly but he got there in the end with a bit of a ceiling game there 134 points for him Uh, Marcus Bontempelli was outstanding in the first half Uh, the game result was pretty much known at that stage so he slowed down in the second half 104 points for Bontempelli and Jack McRae first score under 100 points for the season for McRae uh, still a solid return for most fantasy players so 94 points there only for McRae onto some game notes there Aaron Norton was subbed out of this game with a heavy fall so just keep an eye out for his availability in the short to medium term. Okay, that's it for episode 98. Jepper and I will return tomorrow night for our regular podcast on AFL Fantasy Classic overall ranking. Until then, have a good night.